everybody. Welcome back to the Crispy Toast Podcast here. This is Chris. And it's Alan. And today we have a question here that I actually kind of thought about this a while back and haven't had a chance to ask this. So, Alan, yes. what would you what would you do if the internet was turned off forever? Turned off forever. Goddamn. Um, you know, obviously we can't do this right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think we also can't, well, at least I can't, um, sell things online. Uh, I've been using OfferUp to sell things that mm-hmm. we don't need anymore. So I, so I can't do that. can't really communicate with um, anyone through text messaging and all that. I'm assuming with no internet, we can't use iMessage. Um, yeah, not iMessage, but like I'm assuming that we're still able to use like text messages, like traditional text messages, you know, on phones. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we still have the cell towers. Yeah, so 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 texting will be okay, but you know, um, if there's no internet, then then it makes my job a lot harder because if I'm gonna be talking to a rep for my lab to get uh, new equipment or so like to even get a quote, um, I can't just simply send a send a text or like an email. I have to either call them and get it, and then wait for them to send me the quote, a physical copy of it. Then I gotta send it to my admin. My admin's gonna put it put in. And order form just gonna make life so much harder um, and definitely less efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking about this too, simply because, like, you know, I was, you know, going through editing and doing all this stuff, and I was thinking about how, you know, with the ad- the advancement of the internet and essentially all computers now, we have so much technology to be able to do a lot of things, really. Mm-hmm. When you think about between me, I have the ability right now to play multiple video games on my computer system, um, create a podcast here with you, uh, also create a video game if I wanted to and work on a blog or create, uh, for a lot of people, create a movie if you really wanted to, mm-hmm. um, because all the tools are essentially coming off of the internet here. And so I'm at, you know, everything was so right now is so reliant on the internet. Like even remember, um, you mentioned to me, cause mm-hmm. I currently have an Adobe uh, subscription model, um, that there is a free editing software called DaVinci. Mm-hmm. And essentially you can do color correction. You can do, you know, movie making, editing, all that. Um, yes. and that's thanks to the internet because it's free. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we lost the internet and we had to go back to you know you know basic computers that could not connect to the internet, the last thing I remember trying to do something like that was using Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> oh, oh do you, god! Yeah, do you remember Dude, I that? remember that. I remember that. I used to make like freaking uh, music videos using that, and then like using those um, those uh, those fade ins and fade outs between mm-hmm. different scenes goddamn and you didn't know how that any of that worked it was all like preset and you couldn't adjust or move the clips or anything of that mm-hmm. nature yep and so even more so like you look at youtube the amount of content that we consume on youtube i watch youtube like nearly every day because you know we don't have i don't have tv in my house personally now mm-hmm. but all of my subscription models netflix wouldn't exist hulu wouldn't exist without the internet mm-hmm Mm-hmm, and definitely so thinking about you know having the internet turned off forever it would be a scary thought actually now it, it's coming to me hospitals would be a lot more complicated 
oh, without yeah, being then used you, to the internet. Because then you guys can't communicate with one another, right? Yeah. So um, at the at the hospital that I currently work at, we have a network of uh, we have a network to essentially be able to access patients that have come in from different hospitals that are associated with us um, because that's how the contracts are set up. Mm-hmm. So with the internet, instead of with the internet, we just, when they come to our hospital, it's like, okay, double click on their name and the, and the medical record number, you open it up. Everything that was from a hospital out in um, LA is up there, you know, mm-hmm. it's something from San Francisco or whatever. Yeah. Now, if the internet was turned off, I have to ask them for ever, you know, all of their information, all of the medications they're on, all of their allergies that they're on. And if they were like inebriated or unable to talk or, you know, knocked out, it's like you're shooting in the dark at what can work and what can't. That's true. That's that can potentially be really, really dangerous, too. Yeah. And like not having the Internet like (laughs) really would suck. Because then, you know, if the patients pass out, it's like, we're just, I remember in one of my trainings, they said, it's like, if you're not able to identify somebody, you just, you know, call them, I think it was John Smith. Mm-hmm. I think you give them the most generic name and then just yep. say John Smith, number one, or John Smith, number two, or something like that. Something along those lines or Jane yeah. Doe for a female. Mm-hmm. And that was such a, a weird thought of like, how could we ever not have the internet with us at all times? But when you really think about it, you know, the internet is a giant, giant server stored off in multiple, multiple areas. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So with the, how do you think you would be able to cope with the internet, the, without the internet? Because for me, for sure, definitely it would be a lot harder, but at the same time, you know, there was a time before the internet, and I, I think all of us would adjust mildly okay. <laughs> I mean, with the whole COVID thing going on and then having like a new normal, I think I think it would probably follow the same trend. If we don't have the internet anymore, then we're just probably going to be going back to how it was pre-internet. You know, uh, probably times would be more more simple. People would would actually you know interact in person. Rather than you know just sending a text message or, um, or sending an email, for example, I feel like I feel like it's just gonna take some time for people to adjust. And once they get to that point, then you know it'll just become the new normal. Mm-hmm. Ooh, actually, <laughs> this is this would really suck. Imagine if the internet got turned off during the COVID pandemic, dude. There are people who are already losing their minds being stuck at home. Imagine <laughs> not having the internet also. That's just going to suck even more. <laughs> it's it's funny when a lot of people, th- when you think about it, because I know a lot of people who said like, oh, you know, I, you know, I'm constantly staying at home. I'm fine. There's no real change in my lifestyle. But imagine if, because like when I talk to them, they're like, oh, yeah, I just, go i just go on the internet and watch youtube videos or play video games uh you know and interact in that way or that form mm-hmm. or you can webcam and talk to people online imagine having to go through the covid pandemic with no with no internet you know there's no netflix to 
you know, help you out, help you out. There's no Hulu. If you had a TV subscription, that's great because you can still watch TV and keep up mm-hmm. to date with the news. But with no internet, you know, people. I don't know how many people would would. I don't know what people would be doing really. <laughs> I like yeah. for me, I probably I would probably be cooking a lot more, which even then, already more than what you've already been doing. Yeah, actually. For many of our listeners who, uh, if you guys have listened to the past podcast, I said that if we were in isolation for, you know, two weeks plus or whatever, that I would try to start cooking more since the restaurants are closed down and everything. And in some respects, yes, and I have been trying to cook more. I've sent you pictures of it before. Uh, I've made miso ramen i've made uh what was that dish i just made recently uh like a baked fish with sour cream or no it's our cream cheese on it mm-hmm. and honestly i'd probably be experimenting more with more cooking <laughs> yeah that's good that's good i don't even know what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah so imagine if you went you know uh covid pandemic isolation but with no internet what would you be doing Mm. and no and let's say i mean obviously work is still there but you know what would else would you be doing wait so so with covid and no internet yes oh man i guess i'll start cleaning the house more. <laughs> <laughs> wait organizing. you weren't doing that before <laughs> no i mean so so i think we i think we spoke about this in one of the podcasts before but i live with um my grandparents um my aunts my sister yeah. And um and like they came from Vietnam a long time ago and you know they have the mentality that they have to save everything so so like they're big time big time hoarders. And during this mm. whole COVID um I actually had some time when I was actually stuck at home can't go to work yet and I and me and my sister actually cleaned the garage and like we found a shit ton of stuff that should have been thrown away and we aren't even sure why it was there. So for example, um we do a lot of um uh car mechanics here so we change brake pads and change oil and all that stuff and i found Mm -hmm. a shit ton of old brake pads that are like completely (laughs) worn out and that should have been thrown away but it was kept it was put on a shelf and it was for like probably up to like 40 cars worth of brake pads and they're all in boxes put back um regular pads or like drum pads it's just I don't even know why we have it. So we ended up throwing a shit ton of stuff away and then we made so much room in there. Um, but obviously there are still stuff that we can't throw away. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. Like I still don't know why we had to keep it, but mm-hmm. um, there's just a shit ton of stuff that uh, that we threw away and we made a lot of room. And um, and and, um, and we actually just got our front yard um, done too. So we had um, a shit ton of weed growing out in the front because no one really maintains it. And we actually uh-huh. got uh, turf installed. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, like artificial yeah. turfing and all that? Yeah. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. if you pass by my house, you can actually see it. It's really nice. Um, That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So like no maintenance. And then the only thing now is that is our backyard. Uh, we have the whole backyard repaved. Uh, we have like no backyard now, but we have a little planter's area um, that we still need to get someone or, or probably I'll try to or I'll attempt to do it, but we have like a shit ton of weed growing on there. Mm-hmm. And just like, it's just a mess now. So, so I'm going to try uh, cleaning all of it, put some weed barrier and put some mulch on top. So hopefully that will prevent um, anything from growing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I'm just trying to make it look nicer because we have a big backyard. I don't know if you ever seen my backyard, but it's pretty big after after we got rid of the actual um, grass and all the trees and stuff. So it's just mm-hmm. one paved um, area now. And that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. So and the and uh, I have a six burner grill. So when when everything is like safe, then we can probably go out there set up, set up like a can of beer too and just barbecue and just chill. Damn, that sounds really dope. Actually, yeah. as mm-hmm. as someone who's not like car mechanic savvy in that mm-hmm. side, how big are brake pads, honestly? Because you're saying like there was like 40 cars worth of brake pads. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it really depends on um, the car itself, too. I mean, like an SUV would probably have bigger big brake pads than like a sedan, mm-hmm. for example. And um because I've never, uh, I've never had to, I've never had to like disassemble or change out brake pads, so I, I don't know exactly how big those are. Um, how you some, would stack up like some brake pads are probably the size of your hand, I would say, and and like so like there are regular brake pads, and then there are uh, drums. So the, those are a lot bigger, and how they work is they expand um, from the inside out mm-hmm. instead of instead of squeezing two brake pads, just like um, on. So, for example, you think of a, a bicycle, you know, you see two rubber um, stops right next to um, the wheel, right? Yeah. By the yeah, rim yeah. of it. So then when you when you press the brakes, then it then, then it squeezes the rim to, like, create friction and will stop. So on a car, yeah. the pads do the same thing, but it squeezes on the rotor. So for a drum, uh... we don't have that caliper that holds the brake pads there. So So what actually happens is those drums are actually inside and... And then when you apply the brakes, then then it kind of expands a little bit outward to create friction to also stop it. And, and those are normally for like older cars that are front wheel drive, um, but they are a lot more difficult to change and they're a lot bigger as well. So a lot of cars actually change to the brake pads for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and- they're pretty easy to do. It's not a hard thing to do to change uh-huh. out brake pads. You just got to be... Um, so so you just need would you say, so would you say like like those are like um like I'm trying to think like like what would you say like it's like kind of like a if you were to take like a Civic or a common car like mm-hmm. a, a Civic and those were like the kind of brake pads that you would use those you had a ton of those just sitting around basically do we have a shit ton of stuff we have from from vans to SUV um drums from several cars brake pads from several different cars and like and like all my um uncles um, who who have moved out and they just come to our house because we have the space and all the tools here. So they just all come here and do it. Just leave their drum pads or dr- drums and their pads here afterward. It's just a mess. Hmm. Yeah. So like, so like I've found found some from like 1992 in there. <laughs> oh shit! From 92. Yeah, we have like damn. There, and like there are cars that I don't even know we had. It's just a crap ton of old brake pads and all that damn mm-hmm. damn well yeah, but um but yeah, if there was one thing it's clean yeah if there was okay so like if there was one now i'm thinking about this it's like it with the internet or before the internet you know you always had the one guy that you could rely on when it came to like mechanics to trust it's like i probably would have just gone to you to have <laughs> like do my oil change for free or help me out do an oil change or tell me what's up versus taking it to a professional 
kind of situation where I'd be like, hey, you know, my car is acting up. Can you help me out with this? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, dude, definitely. I mean, like back in back in the day, too, my grandpa got got lured into. I mean, so like there are some things that we can do here. And then um, when and then the things that we can do at home, we do. But the things that we can do, we would bring it to like a mechanic. And then um, they would think that my grandpa doesn't know or my uncles don't know about cars and they would be like oh um you're bringing it in to get the tire changed but you know you actually have to change new brakes because they're all worn out and all that stuff and like, and like little do they know that my uncle knows about brake pads he can easily check it and he can and he knows how to change it and mm-hmm. and then um after after they change um the tires for example they would come out and say oh yeah we also did like a free diagnostic and we saw all this stuff that needs to be done on your car to have a safe um to have safe maintenance and for you to be safe driving it and yeah there's a lot of people that would um think that you don't know anything and then just try to get you to um go to them for, for more business yeah, for more pay business, for things yeah. that that they don't even need for example that's why they have a lot of different videos oh, so i'm not sure if you ever heard this but there's a conversation between a car dealer um or one of the mechanics and and a woman on youtube mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty much a, a conversation where the mechanic called the woman and was like, "Hey, um, so we checked your car and everything's good, but you uh, need a blink a blinker fl- fluid. So do you want us to top it off for this price for this price?" And then she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, just fill it up, fill it up." And then Wait, and like blinker fluid, exactly. So for people that don't know much about cars, you know, the blinker is is, is a light. It's, just, yeah. it's a bulb. It yeah, has no there's, fluid. It's, it's, there's no fluid in there. Exactly. <laughs> there so like, be. Yeah, exactly. So then all these mechanics would would um would call them after they drop off their car and be like, hey, um, so this also needs to be done. Do you want me to do it for this price? And do you want me to top it off? And all that. And then one of the funniest one was the blinker fluid. That's why there are memes about blinker fluids. Because there are people that would get scammed <laughs> into doing that. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I mean, I know I'm not literate when it comes to car mechanics, but I'm like, even with like blinker players, it's like, that's not a that's thing. Just common that, sense, right? Yeah. 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 But you know, surprisingly, you know, like I'm illiterate in cars too. So something that might be common for you to understand might not be common for me to understand. I think that's also one of the things could, that could be very scary uh, without the internet too, is that, you know, with the internet, you can just Google like whatever you're looking for sometimes it's correct sometimes it's not but you can at least get a general sense of what's happening when you google something mm-hmm. um so without the internet or any of that stuff if like i were to go to a mechanic and go be like hey you know gotta get my car taken care of you know i just need to do an oil change they'll do mm-hmm. an oil change but then they'll tell me there's like four other things uh there's four other things that still need to be done. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, um, I don't know if this needs to be done. I don't know how bad is it. And sometimes they could straight up lie to me and tell me that. Exactly. Yeah, this is, exactly. This needs to get fixed up. And I would not, you know, without the internet, I would not be able to like look it up and be like, am I doing this right? Is this right? What are the other experts saying? Mm-hmm. Compare to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, actually, there's a lot of stuff that you can actually learn from the internet. So for me, um, a lot of skills that I've, that I've learned over the years on on comic um, doing uh, oil changes and all that stuff, I've actually learned from YouTube because people have already done it to their car and they show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And without that, I'm not. I'll, I'll probably don't know how to do it and just bring it to, just bring it to a shop, for example, 
um, my motorcycle. I mean, for a car, it's, it's pretty much the same thing over and over again. But for a motorcycle, I have no knowledge of that. No one in my family ever had a motorcycle. So for me to change the oil on that, not knowing how to do it, it's just going to be bad. I just had to bring it to a shop because I would actually have no idea how to do it. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that video that you mentioned, um, I do remember seeing like, I think it was Insider Edition where they've done like in-depth cover stories of like people who essentially fake out and try to scam people mm-hmm. in like legitimate businesses, not just in um, in like car mechanics, but also in like, uh, what was it? I think it was like air conditioning repair. I know they mm-hmm. did one for car mechanics for sure. And then they took in like a brand new car and they said that they found like five different problems in it. And mm-hmm. then they reported it to the mechanic and I remember thinking about that. It's like if we didn't have the internet or like second opinions or like some, a guy who has that kind of knowledge, it's like, you're kind of just getting scammed without even realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you can also look up uh, Yelp reviews now, nowadays. Yeah. Yelp reviews too, even more so, or like word of mouth, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like how would you know who's more reputable to go to, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Well, with that said, we're going to wrap this one up here. Um, let us know on our Instagram or Facebook pages. Um, how would you guys be able to cope without the internet if the internet was to turn off the you know the next day? Um, how dependent are you on the internet? How much of your life is connected to the internet? Um, if you if it all disappeared, what would you end up doing? Um, what things would you miss? What things could you do without? Let us know in those comments down below. But with that said, this is the Crispy Toast Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Chris. And it's Alan. And we will see you guys in the next one. All right. Peace. See ya.